Blog Talk Radio. All power to the people, all power to the people. This is the People's Black Panther Party radio program. A national chairman, Brother Yanga Nkrumah, a national director of operations, Sister Seven, and I'm the national chief of staff, Brother War. Today, on the mirrors, the mirrors are dealing with reflected empirical contradictions and perceptions on advanced agenda. We're going to talk about the aspects and concepts as they apply to masculine and feminine energy. I will build on the cycle of reproduction that is applied to the metaphysical realm. And then I have co-host today with us, Hamper 48, Brother Syke and Brother E. Y'all there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right, so let me jump in some stuff here. So I'm going to start off by supplying you with background concepts of what is scientifically taking place on a base level and then lead you into the questions about the abilities. The reason I do this is to help the listener visualize the, the building character of influence that is behind energy exchange. What most of us tend to take for granted is this energy exchange, not realizing that the masculine and feminine forces is what controls these circumstances. So that's why we're going over this in today's topic. This is also fashioned through the condition of polarity, and that's a key concept here we got that we got to recognize, which displays through time controls the process of reproduction, and life is at its most basic level about replicating design. This takes form in the overview of our uh, conversations on the level of how people are able to walk, you know, through life without getting lost and others can't even find their way. So, for example, in the animal kingdom, it is a little known fact that some animals have magnetic sensory, which allows them, in the case of birds, to instinctively be able to travel thousands of miles every year to the same place without the use of, obviously, use of maps. But did you know that under certain conditions of solar spikes, the influence tends to get overwhelmed which will cause them to possibly run head on into objects or even get lost and can obviously find a way. This is because the innocence that controls this navigation gets oversaturated through the solar flare. Therefore, it is like driving down a road with, a sun, with the sun in your eyes, which will cause you to crash into a car before you. So moving back into a broader relation as it applies to the human energy cycles, the radiating force has generated by the individual in accordance with the self-awareness or in the case of the alpha principle, the extortion or dominance within one's field of control can wield power over those not in control of the same kinetic energy uh, vibration present in themselves when crossing paths with an alpha. This weaker field would subconsciously yield and get in tune with the stronger signal. In addressing positive and negative slash energies, think of a sine wave and split it to a two-dimensional circle in half, offset it in part by what we refer to in the scientific field or, meta, or in math as 50% duty cycle. That way you have half up and half down. Neither part is great, has greater dominance over the other. So it matters not in nature whether we're dealing with the attraction or the opposition, the, concepts that come, the concept that comes into play, we will operate in degrees of force swinging on each side in variance without the other, based on the environment that you're in. So what I'm saying with that is, as you deal with the positive and negative energies, positive or masculine feminine energy, think of it as not being something that is beyond your control and that you must be in tune with everything that's going on around you in order for this to be able to be understood. So when we come across just say the same sex, because I'm dealing with this as, as it applies to just how some people are able to just project themselves and others aren't. So that's still a positive and negative energy or a, a masculine and feminine energy. So somebody comes across with a more dominant energy. The other person automatically starts bending and yielding and not necessarily understanding why. So this is the concept that we're going to get into today is to actually understand those energy cycles, how they work, and how they apply throughout different 
various aspects of the, of, the, of the human body and human nature in general. Brother Sykes, or either, either one of y'all want to break that in? Well, peace and power. I'm a, uh, I, uh, I'll come in on that a little bit um, because, ironically, what I've been working on is these concepts, the concept of uh, masculine and feminine energy and how these two energies are basically uh, 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 manifesting themselves as a man and woman in our physical world. My, the basic principle that I'm going to build on right now is, is simply that. In a nutshell, man and woman are the physical manifestations of complementary but very different energies or principles in our world and in our universe manifesting themselves. Look at it. Uh, uh, and our ancient teachers, the ancient master builders knew this. And they taught it to society through symbolism. They knew and understood that if you taught a man and a woman about these principles that, that they was basically manifesting in themselves and they understood how what they meant to each other and how complementary they were to each other, that you could build a proper civilization. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about, uh, the symbol of the unk. We know the unk basically is it's a cross with a loop on the top of it, but we know the unk is a symbol, is the thematic symbol of life. The loop on the top is a uh, is a yonic symbol, while the while the uh, the long uh, uh, straight part on the bottom is a phallic symbol. These are basically representations of uh, of the female principle of, of fertility and the masculine principle of fertility. And when these two themes or these two principles come together, they produce something new. In our universe, they produce observable reality. Amongst male and woman, they produce a child. In the mind, they produce a clear understanding. So this is what these, these ancient masters knew. They knew that once you create that balance between masculine and feminine principles, that it will always produce and birth something new. Another good symbol for this, and I'm going to try not to get long-winded, and if anybody want to cut in, just cut in on me, but another good symbol for this and, uh, is, the, is a symbol called the unity of commit. Most of us know it as the Star of David or the six-point star. It wasn't the Star of David. It was one of those jewels that the, that the Hebrew people took out of commit when they went and settled their own land. But that symbol was a symbol for the, for the uniting of the two lands. In ancient times, there used to be two kingdoms, uh, Opal Commit and the Lower Commit. And when, Fer- when the uh, great Pharaoh Norma united those two kingdoms, that symbol was formed. You Really, that six-point star is an upside-down pyramid and a right-side-up pyramid. The right side up pyramid represents that masculine energy or that masculine principle in the universe. And the upside down pyramid represents that feminine principle in the universe. When we look at, at, at a pyramid, we understand that a pyramid actually has five points. At its base, there are four points, which represents man's, uh, uh, how man is grounded in his reality through his, through his two legs and his two arms. But then his fifth point points toward the heavens, which is his head. So a man is supposed to grant himself in physical reality and then allow his mind to elevate and evolve to the heavens themselves. And then on the opposite side of that, you have the, the feminine pyramid, the inverted uh, uh, pyramid on the bottom side of that six-point star, which represents the very opposite of that. A woman's four base points are in the heavens themselves, while her, while her fifth point is, is uh, moving toward the earth. So a woman represents that material principle in nature, while a man represents that spiritual principle in nature or that knowledge and that wisdom. Knowledge being the idea that is thought of in the mind and wisdom being the manifestation of one's knowledge, a reflection of that knowledge in itself. And and, and they understood this in Kemet. In ancient Kemet, the, the greatest education, the greatest learning, the greatest spiritual development was done in upper Kemet, where the greatest physical buildings was done in lower Kemet. In lower commit, you had the Great Pyramids, you had what people call the Sphinx, the Hermaket, you had all those great monuments built in lower commit. But when they united both of those those lands, or united both of those principles, which were represented, which were represented by those lands, then you had a great and masterful civilization. And the same thing applies to man and female once they understand these principles and learn how to unite these principles with each other. That's what these concepts and these ideas represent. And one one last thing before I stop talking <clears throat> and pass the mic to Brother E. But uh, the masculine principle. Let's look at some of the. Uh, I ain't gonna call them contradictories, but some of the complements of each other. And the masculine principle. Masculine principle is represented by fire, knowledge, strength, reason, active, dominant. It's hard. While feminine principle is represented by water, 
wisdom, beauty, uh, intuition, or emotional way of knowing, passive, recessive, and soft. Neither, like Brother Wall said in the beginning, neither is better than the other. It's not saying that one is better than the other, but both are so different that when they come together, they will create and produce that righteous balance. Can can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Hello? Yes. Okay. We can hear you. Um, well, hello? We can hear you. We hear you. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I don't know what y'all want me to add to that. I mean, that, that, that had me come on after y'all done pretty much uh, set everything in motion, and 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 uh, I guess um, to give it a uh, to build on uh, more of the historical aspects of it, and 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 commit. They also had this thing called Maat, you know, and 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 her her biggest attribute or the the thing that she's most um, I think she's most associated with is balance. You know, and, and if we look around today in our modern world, one of the primary reasons that things are the way that they are is because her complement or her opposite set, which is chaos, is out of control. Um, the male aggressive energies in the society are run amok and are completely out of balance. Um, whereas in Comet, just just a cursory glance at at the 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 the, the system of, of spiritual uh, of, of spiritual development in Comet, you know the the uh, uh, sun and one of the myths or so-called myths um, of Nut um, uh, giving birth to the sun every morning and having the sun travel through the sky and then. Uh, uh, flowing into her mouth at night. Um, and this, this, this emphasis, this greater emphasis on the female energy that even when we look back, a lot of times we don't really, we don't really recognize and play to. Um, but having gone through what we've gone through, um, you know, we were brought to these shores, much like in the, in the military, you know, when you join the military, they, they shave your head, you, you get your clothes taken away, you're, you're put in uh, uh, surroundings with people that you don't really know, but um, you might have a difficult time connecting with and whatnot. Um, that's so that you're stripped away of your your own your own culture, your own identity, so that you begin to identify with what it is they want you to identify with. They start filling you up with military uh, ideology and and um, their form of discipline and what they want you to do. They reshape you and rebirth you. Almost the same way when we were brought to these shores, we had those ideas, whether uh, we were Yorba or whether we were uh, Kemetic, we still have, had that idea of balance because it was an integral part of our belief system. You know, uh, throughout the, our history, females have ruled just as males have ruled. The, the line of, of ascendancy to the throne in most uh, African societies flowed through the woman. So while the woman from today's perspective and looking in retrospect looking back didn't have the, the 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 rights or the position or the power that the males had in reality women especially in some place like Kemet and we refer to Kemet a lot because Kemet is what Greece and Rome try to be to Europeans Kemet is to us it's it's more or less the apex of our our, our civilizations it's our, our crowning jewel and what it is what it is we've accomplished thus far in this reality but coming here, we went through some of the same sorts of things that the, the, the military does. You know, they separated us so that we couldn't speak the same languages. We couldn't practice our same uh, isms, our, our spiritual, spiritual systems, our ideologies and whatnot. We weren't able to talk and communicate with one another. So we lost a sense of who we were. We had no identity uh, or, or once or, uh, because our identity for us is completely interwoven into those around us. And having done that, they began to fill us with their ideas. And when generationally, one or two generations down the line, we stopped identifying because we didn't have a memory of it anymore because we weren't able to practice it. The uh, generation or two down the line started looking around and saw that this so-called feminine, the sisters, young sisters coming up would see a, a, a white female who was propped up on this throne and 
hailed as 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 um, as as something to be propped up on the throne and 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 almost worshipped uh, and and basically did nothing productive, um, and so this became our 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 model for female for that that energy for that persona while the the male energy the, this European white male went out and practiced with all of the uh, imbalance that he carries along with him um, um, all of the the aggression and all of those those acts that were completely out of out of balance because there was no concept in them of a balance you know in, in our spiritual systems we had the male and female uh, uh, aspect we, we maintain that balance whereas if you look at Christianity and even Islam, there is no balance like that. The woman in the Holy Trinity in the Bible has been taken away from the woman and replaced with a ghost so that you have a, a two males and a, a spirit hokey-pokey type of thing going on there, whereas our Trinity has always involved a female principle. And so now we, we run behind both of them, the white male and the white female, who are physical uh, uh, manifestation, at least what it is we perceive to be uh, a physical manifestation mm-hmm. of uh, male and female energy, and we we chase after those and 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 mimic them. So it it it, it goes in it 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 creates the imbalance that we have in our lives. You know, we're not able to balance energies because we see these these completely uh, 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 juvenile and and ignorant and completely detached uh, from our reality um, uh, expressions of a male and female energy. And I, I want to um, add, uh, what you, what you do, bro? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. I want, I'm going to add something. Uh, there's a thought that came across my mind that Brother Wall was speaking about earlier as well, that when we understand these energies or these principles, the principles again are not just manifested in male and female, but they manifested in everything in our in our uh, reality, even all the way down to subatomic particles. An atom itself is both masculine and feminine. It has a quote unquote negative and a quote unquote positive charge, which represents the positive. The, the, the proton is that masculine energy that manifests in reality, and that electron is that is that feminine energy that manifests in reality. But the reason I brought that up, because Brother Wall was talking about even among same sexes, and I'm and I'm not talking about anything sexual, but the uh, the mind itself. You have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. While the conscious mind is masculine. And that subconscious mind is feminine. Now, when you have a dominant conscious mind, you have the ability to come amongst other people who, who conscious mind may be weaker than your conscious mind, and they kind of uh, 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 imagine a big, strong guy essentially pushing a little skinny guy to the side, and he has the ability to impregnate another person's subconscious mind. Because that's what your conscious mind is supposed to be for. Your conscious mind is the guard at the gate. He's standing there with the fiery sword to make sure nothing enters that does have that has no ability coming that has no reason coming into the garden. Where if your if your soldier if your angel at the at the gate is weak, then someone else's angel can push yours to the side and then plant whatever seeds he wants to into the into the garden. And that's what that's how you can look at the subconscious mind and the conscious mind. The conscious mind is that male. His job is to protect the household. But once something gets in, then anything can be impregnated there. That's why if you look at uh, you look at electrifying speakers. If you look at uh, even preachers or pastors, or if you look at even some of our great brothers from the past, guys like Martin Luther King Jr. or Malcolm X, these guys had such a dominant conscious mind that they would speak and they would inspire and electrify you. You don't understand that your subconscious mind is getting impregnated by those ideals. People like Huey P. Newton, who had the ability, he didn't have a great speaking ability, but he had the ability to theorize and intellectualize about an idea so well that you can read about those concepts, and his conscious mind is still impregnating your subconscious even the day when you read those ideas. And, and I'm bringing this up, not saying that this is always a bad thing, but it's something to be a world. So that when you're dealing with people in your reality, you always understand that you have to make sure that the wrong things are not impregnating your subconscious, but you are always intentionally, especially as, revo- as revolutionaries, your job is to be trying to impregnate 
the subconscious mind of everybody around you with the right ideas and the right concepts. True indeed. And, and let me say this, and just to, just to kind of bring that that whole perspective home, and uh, dealing with like we said, the, what's referred to as a positive negative. And we can't. We have to make sure the callers understand when when we're talking about positive and negative. We're basically think of it in terms of of sides of of of, uh, of a pole in reference to magnetism. Okay, that's why like Psych referred to, we're talking about the atom as positive and a negative. Because from that standpoint, in electronics, you call it the cathode and the uh and, and the the anode. So the anode being a positive, the cathode being a negative, which is basically how you deal with electricity pushing through a gate so to speak. So the, the cathode would be the gate. The electricity would be, it is the anode that opens the gate. And it also can, is referred to in information technology when we talk about um, positive uh, ones and zeros, so to speak, when you want to deal with a, a binary system, the ones and zeros. So depending on where you are and what your state is, the zero can be ground, can be considered ground or earth. And the positive is the sun, so to speak, that projects those rays. So those cosmic rays, they hit the earth. And at that point, the earth dealing with nature or nature, going back to the kinetic science, the studies that Brother E was talking about, dealing with the nature, at this point, now you're talking about what flourishes, what generates, and what, what brings forth the, manif- the manifestation or the, or the nurturing of something. So that's where the word nature, in essence, is coming from. So when we talk about positive and negative in that light, it is not a negative as in a bad thing. It's not negative. That's so, so it's, a, it's kind of the wrong word, or people take the wrong perception of that. True and like what Psyche, Psyche was getting at, you talk about a, a strong, think of a, just a strong aura. A person projects, has, they're charismatic, they have this strong aura. So even like if you go reference to what they talk about within, in the Bible saying there, there, was the, there was the word. So when people speak, Someone with a strong aura, when they speak, they're going to speak something into existence or they speak something into you. Those words move you. So when that word, those words that are being projected move you, it's not, a lot of times it's not just so much the words, but it, it is that carrier frequency, that their, their vibration that is projecting through you, something about the essence and what, the way it was said and, and who said it. Because oftentimes we can all recall being told something from one person, and for whatever reason, it just didn't hit you. But then when another person said it, it may hide. And you're like, I just said the same thing. But it's, it has everything to do with the harmonics in which that uh, other individual who has a stronger signature carried that, that message. And by them having, having the ability to carry it stronger, then it can impregnate into your subconscious mind. Therefore, you, you have the ability to receive it. So, again, going back to the positive and negative applies to that, or the male and, and masculine feminine as applies to that, now your brain is receptive to the information better better when it when it comes from something more of a, a progressive positive force, should I say. Not necessarily progressive, but positive force. So that positive force can reach you now from that perspective. And so as we understand these energies and how they work, and they operate on all levels of, of, of human nature and throughout nature, period. So it's not just the conversation is not just from a sexual reproductive aspect, but it has to do with everything that involves energy and energies in nature at all times. So the point being, the more, the better we understand our fields, our polarities, how our energies are used and exchanged amongst ourselves and amongst others and amongst the environment, the greater control we can have over our environment because we're, we're, we're in tune with it. Like you want to add to that? True, indeed. True, indeed. I, uh, I agree one hundred percent. And also <clears throat> in our relationships with one another, because I see a, a great, a big problem in the way that men and women are relating to one another. And I think with understanding what we are, as far as when when we go down to the essence, like we're building on now, that feminine and masculine, those feminine and masculine principles, when we understand what we are. And what we're supposed to represent, that we'll have a greater level of respect for the opposite sex. For example, uh, 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 if we use let's 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 and anybody that know me know I love to break words down. Let's use the word philosophy. The philosopher was seen. The philosopher, the word philosophy is a compound word. The word literally means a Greek word, 
Philo means lover of, and Safi is Sophia, the goddess of wisdom. So a philosopher is one who loves wisdom. And this type of person, so what has happened is they have taken wisdom and turned it as a female, a feminine trait. And the, as the philosopher acts like a lovesick, like any other lovesick person would act because he wants to love her. He wants to know her. He wants to be mated with her. He wants to unveil her. It was said that the goddess was always veiled. No one actually saw what she looked like. And uh, ironically, we've been talking about Komet so much that the goddess was actually a set or Isis. That's who the goddess truly was because she was veiled. And nobody that was unworthy was ever able to unveil her. So the only way a person was, was found worthy is if they went through the schools of teaching and learned the knowledge. Then they was able to raise the veil off the goddess and look into her face, which which is just a metaphor for removing the metaphors and the symbols and the similes and being able to see the truth of what was supposed to be taught from that wisdom. But we, but we, my point is, we saw women in such a high degree or such a high uh, point of view that even we 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 uh we made it feminine the very thing that we knew that would raise us to our high level of understanding in the uh, creation myths of the uh, of the Semitic people. You see these principles uh, uh, working together in the creation of the world, in the so-called creation of the world. In the beginning, it says that they say that the creator uh, uh, spoke and said, let there be. But look at what the creator is operating with. The creator is operating with the void, with the darkness, which is also the creator. That void or that darkness is just the feminine principle of the creator. There can be no creation without that. So the active principle of the creator, which is the masculine, which is the God, is 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 doing is performing an activity. He's speaking. And then the feminine principle of the creator, which is the void, is also performing what, what it is supposed to do, but it's performing a receptive activity. It's accepting the speech and then manifesting reality based on that. Because that's what, that's what the feminine energy does. Matter of fact, uh, uh, the word matter itself comes from, the, from, comes from the Latin word mater, which literally means mother. If you see a guy that graduated from some prestigious college, he'll say, my alma mater. And that alma mater, the word literally means great mother. So he's calling his school that he graduated from his great mother because that's where you get your second birth or your intellectual birth from, your university, or even the word material which the root of that word is mater, again, M-A-T-E-R. So the woman is that material existence, that material manifestation. Her job, her duty, her reason for existing is to accept that, that code into herself and then manifest reality out of that. The problem comes when we live in a society that's so mixed up backwards and upside down that somebody sees a natural state and says, you know what, I don't want to be that anymore. I don't want to be the one accepting the code. I want to give the code. Then what kind of messed up ideas are you going to have then? If you look at man and woman, if you look at man and woman, man's sexual organ is chiefly outside the self. And it, and it gets hard so, he, so that it can penetrate something and then inject the code into the thing that he penetrates. A woman's sexual organ is, is, is retreating into the self. And she is made in a way where she is supposed to receive information and then create based off the information we sell, received. If we start bucking our natural, our nature and start saying, I don't want to do that because I think that makes me weak. Or I don't want to do that because uh, 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 I'm just as good as you are. If we start doing that, then we're no longer uh, uh, operating in our natural state of being. Because neither, again, neither one is better than the other one. Either one is complement, both are complementary to one another. You want to come in on that? Go ahead, bro. One thing I want to say about that, <clears throat> what what we find, you know, messed up, and and both both of y'all have already hit these kind of hit these points is the fact that most a, a lot of people that are that are fighting with these issues in terms of masculine and feminine energy, in terms of they they own their own self reflection has a lot to do, obviously, with the fact that they don't understand the nature of what's going on inside of them. And because society has started projecting uh, the, wrong, the, the wrong images, or should I say mis- uh, intentionally through social engineering, create, create mixing the images together to the point to where they're neutral, so to speak, then you get, this is why you get so much of, of a promotion of, you know, 
I would call gay tendencies or, or the, the gay society. And we have to understand dealing with the natural course of, of, of life in general, this brings the, the world, it brings humanity out of balance with what's going on with the world. Because just like psych broke down, that masculine energy is meant to impregnate from that standpoint. So basically the, D, the DNA code is interjected, but it has to be nurtured, it has to be developed, and it has to be what? Born. But if you mix the energies up and you start trying to get the female to impregnate the male energy, so to speak, then you get you get this confusion this, this confusion state. And because of this mass confusion that we got going on, it replicates itself on all capacities. So mentally, physically, and spiritually, this replication of this of a destructive, confused force replicates itself. Because no matter what. And that's why part of the reason why we have to be discussing this topic. No matter what, there is going to be some type of replication that takes place, because all energies is, is is that everything in life is in the process of replicating from a physical form. It manifests itself through replication. So it's either going to replicate in a confused state state of matter, or it's going to replicate in a progressive matter. But nonetheless, it's going to replicate. And so what we're dealing with in today's life is we're dealing with these designs of replication that don't or don't have the ability to mate with you know other the other forces that are coexisting in nature because they're out of balance. It's completely out of balance. And when it's out of balance, it you basically end up with a lot of repulsion energy. And that repulsion energy being that you're dealing with confined space, you know, when we're talking about the phys- physicalities, dealing with confined space, it creates it creates uh, explosions. It creates conditions to where basically people are at each other's throats. People are, have high emotions. People have don't have the ability to, to go back into their subconscious mind and deal with reality in the way it should be dealt with. But we don't, we don't relate this going back to the fact that our positive and negative energies are out of balance with one another through however the, the, the situation came about. So the better we understand these energies, the better we understand our, which is the better we understand ourselves, the better relationships we can have with one another, be it male or female, because it, it, it again it works it works both ways. The bottom line is there's there's in the world we're dealing with males, we're dealing with females. All of us play our role amongst each other. Whether we're dealing with individuals, dealing with the household, dealing with the community, dealing with the nation or in, or international, it's all the same. Point being. As the energies exchange with one another, if they are completely out of balance, you get the type of chaotic behavior that goes on now. You get the type of behavior to where we deal with being overpopulated, whether we be from a physical perspective or mental energy of, of the same consciousness being re- regurgitated over and over without bringing forth any new thought, any new development, any new creation, because if you're dealing with Repulsion energy like that, how you can't truly have creation, but you can have replication. See, that's the difference. See, either we can replicate from that standpoint or we can create, procreate and create. So when you're dealing with a replication, that goes back into the type of energy that can be expelled that duplicates your dysfunctionality. Whereas when you can procreate something, it has its own ability to have his own vibe, his own, his bring, bring forth his, his own new existence into this world. Psych, hmm. you got anything to add to that? True indeed, true indeed. Uh, <clears throat> true indeed. Uh, I, I, uh, and it kind of goes back to what I said in the beginning when I was talking about, I said those old wise master builders understood how important it was for for civilization itself, for the people inside that society to understand these principles, to understand that they were manifestations of those principles and how they were supposed to relate to each other. And so they created educational systems, symbols, concepts, ideals, and philosophies to teach that to the society. And this is where our society fails now. Our society, in this society that we have now, we're not having people being taught these concepts and these ideas, and so people are poorly equipped to, to relate to one another. You have fully grown adults that, that think they know how to be in a relationship, but they don't. And they go into the relationship with the mentality and the emotional states of children. 
They have the emotional quotient of a child, and they don't know how to deal with the opposite sex. You have a, a part of our biggest problems here in this society right now is that you have we and we talked about it on my YouTube channel when we did the uh, shit 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 I spoiler when we did that video. You uh, brother Wall, uh, brother E, and myself, and uh, we used a, uh, a a clip from the TV show Kids Say the Darnest Things. When his little sister was on there, probably around 10 years old, and uh, they asked her, what was the key to a successful marriage? And she said that uh, the key to a successful marriage was, was essentially to find a man that's good to you, that buys you everything. And then she started naming all these European name brands like Prada, uh, Gucci, Louis Vuitton. And, and, she, and she said that that's, that's basically a man's job. This is duty. And, and she, uh, 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 Tiffany Hadisha asked her, uh, so what's the woman's job? What's her duty? And she said that the woman's job was simply just to wear the stuff. So essentially, this little girl thought, based on the things that she had uh, had gained and from the from the society around her, she literally thought that a man's job was to buy a bunch of stuff, is was to be a consumer, and that the woman's job was just to look pretty wearing it. That was her greatest understanding of male and female relationships. And this is and why that might be. Uh, an, an extreme case. This is o- the overall education or lack of education that has led to our underdevelopment and understanding of how male, males and females are supposed to relate to each other right now in this society. So it becomes the people's responsibility. And we know our, our government won't do it. It becomes the people's responsibility to teach our communities the, the proper ideas that will allow civilization to start back, uh, uh, evolving itself again. And that's the whole idea of revolution in the first place. See, evolution is a natural state to our progression. Whenever evolution is derailed through devolution, when something in the society intentionally derails evolution and, and puts it on a downward slope, then it becomes the responsibility of the revolutionary, the person that brings about, that restarts evolution, it becomes the responsibility of the revolutionary to restart that evolution through the proper education and the, and the proper understanding. So the people have to take, have to take these ideas into their, into their own hand and start teaching it in their own communities and start evolving people back to relate to each other properly again because we're not doing that. We lack that understanding. And that in itself, well, one thing that uh, Brother E used to say uh, a long time ago when we first started building on uh, uh, African principles and, and, uh, and black concepts, he used, I remember he used to always say that, uh, that uh, the nucleus of the community is the family, that you cannot, you cannot uplift a nation until you've uplifted that family. To you up did, did that uplifting in that family. So when you have a uh, that society with the with the male and the female, the, the cornerstones of the family a constant war with each other, then you'll never have a proper nation or a proper community. You can never, in any way, think that you'll ever be free. And I think those are the first steps to our freedom: that positive, that positive, and that proper education of the roles that male and women are supposed to play with each other. <clears throat> And I would say something uh, just uh, kind of going back to the first thing you were talking about, about that uh, that show, dealing with um, the lack of, of overstanding as to what's going on. It was promoting the man to be the giver and the woman to be the receiver. And so at its base level, that's that's what people think about when they think about masculine and feminine energy or they think about positive and negative. One gives, other one receives. But what people fail to see is the complete life cycle, which, again, goes into the concept of what I was saying about being able to deal with something from a procreation standpoint, then replication, the difference between procreate and replicate. Because from that standpoint, that stands, yes, the man gives, the woman receives, but you got to talk about the, the entire circle, the reciprocity that comes into place, which has to do with a cycle to where they're both exchanging. See, people have have lost the concept of the exchange. It's always about one or the other. One take, one receive, but they don't look at the exchange. Exchange, positive and negative people, is, is, is something that comes back and forth, back and forth. It's like, the, it's like your heartbeat. The breath itself will, is, is dealing with the same concept of positive and negative. You breathe in and you breathe out. You breathe in what? You're taking a breath. You breathe out, you're giving a breath. You breathe in. You're taking in oxygen, you breathe out carbon monoxide. 
dioxide, I'm sorry. But the whole point is you have positive and negative. As we have positive and negative, there is an exchange. We take in something, and then we give off something. We take in something we receive from plants and various and algae throughout the ocean, all the things that create oxygen, and then we breathe out something that the plants take in that they need in terms of life. That is an energy exchange. So humanity must maintain the, the, its own natural energy exchange amongst itself the same way it does with the rest of the world because when you break that energy exchange cycle down and you don't do your part, you take if you just take but don't don't receive, or I'm sorry, if you just take but don't give back, then what you're doing is you're cutting off half of that cycle. Going back to what I was talking about, the 50% duty cycle, dealing with the, the positive and negative like of a sine wave, talking about the, uh, the aspects of the fact that it's making a full cycle, a full circle, so to speak. Circle, cycle, the same concept of what we're getting at. So if you cutting off that exchange and you're just taking in, but you're not giving out, let's look at this in terms of the human body. The human body takes in uh, food, nutrients. But guess what, y'all? If you don't, what, have a bowel movement, if you don't get rid of something, if you don't take out, then what happens with the body? It implodes. See, it's natural. When you think about it that way, it's natural. So why would we do the same thing with other aspects of energy. Why do we think that we can always be always be masculine but not accept the feminine? Why or, or vice versa? And then not only that, why would you jump roles knowing that there is a plot a part? So why would the, that's that's no different than humanity starting to try to produce oxygen for 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 the world? That is not our place to produce oxygen. It's our place to take in oxygen. So if we were the producers of oxygen, then it would throw off the entire Earth life cycle which will cause the earth, the planet, to go into chaos, so to speak, dealing with that life form. And at that point, then, we are just replicating. And if we're replicating, then we're being a virus. And if you're being a virus, then you're attacking all other life forms. And so from that standpoint, you have to be eradicated to a certain degree. Viruses have their place, and that's destruction from that standpoint, to create to prevent overpopulation. So if we want to be at a status of, of making sure we help to create a position of our, of our own destruction, then we can play the role of the virus. So if we want to flip the script like that, then that's that's exactly no. Make sure we know that that's what we're doing from from a you know from a life cycle standpoint. So it's it's important that we recognize the roles of nature within ourselves, and it don't have nothing to do with being a man or a woman, but it has everything to do with understanding the energies. Overall, that we play as men and as women with one another, with ourselves, and with the opposite sex. It's all the same from that standpoint. But when we don't understand, understand these energy exchanges, then we tend to think that we can come, you know, step away from them and that life is supposed to be still dealing you a good hand. And this is how we get into this chaotic, destructive pattern that we're in. Are you quiet? You and, got and, something to add? And, and I think no matter how much, because you've tried it a few times, but it always comes back to the man and woman as, the, I guess, the, the prototype or the example for masculine and feminine energy in a conversation like this. So I think that that almost always has to be the starting point simply because we're not in a frame of mind where collectively, even individuals within the collective are prepared or equipped to see beyond those expressions. You know, it's the mm-hmm. most rudimentary, most fundamental expression of the masculine and feminine is a man and a woman. That's what it is. Right. So I think I, the conversation is almost always going to come back, you know, understanding that it's not about a man and a woman. It's always going to come back to that male and female interaction and, and understanding how we got to this point. Cause you know, we talked, we talked about this for, for 20 years now, that it's always a process. It was a process that got mm-hmm. us here because we weren't always like this. And it's only a, through a process that will get us back. And until folks who are of similar mind or of wanting mind, those who want to and can do something 
about the situation, begin to invest more energy into that process so that we because we can't conceive of 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 of, of poles and, and polar opposites and, and and atoms and all of those things because I mean we're we're busy trying to make it day to day. So taking the easiest example possible and working backwards from there, you know, our day to day interaction and all of those types of things are what we're gonna identify with the most. You know, and, and so I, I you know, and I know we like I said, we keep going back to the male and female, uh the man and woman as as the example or as the thing, but I think that's the reason why and that's really the starting place for the conversation and and for the most part for a while for most of us that it's going to be not just the starting place but the place i mean that's what we're going to be able to identify for to identify with for a long time you know so so i i i think that um i think this is a good start and i think this is a good direction to go um but you know that that's my two cents you know we we need to focus on developing uh, the processes within our community that address not even the masculine and feminine outright, but dressed up in those uh, uh, analogies and those metaphors and whatnot that will pull us along. And those metaphors and analogies that fit most are the man and woman analogy. You know, finding that balance between one another and, and eventually between or within oneself. You know, because even once you develop a decent male-female relationship, then you start to be able, because really that, that's all it is, you know, it, it, in a man and woman's relationship is they reflect certain things about each other, off of each other, and if they're astute enough, they can pick up on it, see those things, examine those things about themselves, and begin to develop and grow those things within which helps the, the the without and the growth and and the external and the the moving on beyond the the male and female into other things. I want to say this on so, on, on on what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's think about this example. How 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 crazy this is. So, in essence, what he is basically saying is that we need to go back to the drawing board and. And as a, in a simplistic standpoint, break down and reteach sex education. Now, sex education needs to not only just include the male and female reproductive organs, but what it needs to include is the psychological and psychology in terms of the relationship between the individuals, not just the sex aspect, but the individuals themselves. And because this is not what's going on, what happens if you only deal with the, the, the actual concept of the, the sex organs themselves, it can be no different than dealing with the male and female as in a brother and sister within the same household. And what happens when the same genetic code is constantly reintroduced within that cycle? That's called inbreeding. And when you have inbreeding constantly going on, then you have what? Birth defects. Because that genetic code is not being basically Re, re, re-engineered and restructured to keep, to keep going with, with, with the new times, with the new population, with the new area, with creation. And that's why I refer back to procreation, because if you deal with the concept of replica, replication, that's because you're talking about those same genetic codes constantly mixing and bumping heads with one another. And that creates birth defects. So these birth defects, now from a physical not just a physical as- aspect, but a mental and spiritual aspect goes and, and defines the condition that we find ourselves in based upon like what he's talking about, the fact that we're, we need to go back to the drawing board and we actually need re- to revisit what we refer to and what we teach to one another as it applies to this. So we, there's been too much inbreeding going on. <laughs> and so our DNA is all screwed up. We got all these birth defects going around. Y'all would have again, again, how we were just saying, matter of fact, how we've been talking about it the whole time, uh, that once you get this, once you understand this, once you understand these things, it doesn't just stop at one, one level. 
it manifests itself on every level. Uh, from our relationship between men and women, from, as Brother E just said, the relationship between our own self, inside our own self internally, to our relationships to the community. Brother Wall was making a nice point about how there has to be a give and a take. That's that's nature's way. That's what has to take place with energy. There has to be something given and something taken. Uh, a circuit has to be created for electricity to flow. If there is no circuit, electricity cannot flow. And and the same thing happens in our community. If you look at the community as the mother and you in the community and you learn everything you can from the community, you learn how to fight there. You learn how to survive there. I mean, it got to, it gets so bad to the point that, that people are even praising the fact that they bleed the blocks there, that they get their money from there. But if you're not getting anything back to the community, then the community is constantly dying. It's striveling. As a matter of fact, you have become the virus. You yourself have become the virus in the community. You're feeding off. You've become a cancer or something, feeding off the community, and the community is constantly dying and dying and dying. It becomes a necessity for you to understand that if I'm taking and feeding from her, I have to give energy back to her. So that that education itself will start playing out on every aspect of a person's life. They'll understand that that, that energy give and take has to take place in, in my personal relationships, my relationship with my children, my relationship with my job, my relationship with my community, my relationship on every level possible. And that's why that education becomes so important. That's why I think that brothers in the past, in the part in the past, used to throw used to have the political education classes. That education is extremely important on how we need to uh on how we need to relate to one another. That's crazy. It's crazy. And, and, and at some point and uh, especially those of us in so called leadership positions have to get to a point where we acknowledge the deficit within ourselves, you know, to to a to a painful degree. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm. That that yeah. that that we tend we tend to say what the black community needs to do, but then we're not doing it. We need to have this. We need to do that. Da, 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 but we're not doing it. You know, we've got these thoughts and ideas and whatnot, but there's not a commitment to the follow-up, to developing these things, to get back to the community, you know, and, and, and developing the community. So this, 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 I guess, it, I guess the, uh, the uh, Messiah complex works in both directions. You know, it's not just that the masses of the people are looking for somebody to save them. We get these ideas in our head and we think that we're the ones to save them when in reality we're not. We've got to invest into the community so that it can save itself, and that in in itself is is the projection, is the impregnating, is taking because you we take the information from the masses of the people in the first place. The you know history and culture yeah. and all of those things weren't developed by a one by an individual. They were developed by the masses of the people. So if we're able to glean and and extract that information, we've got to turn around and give it back. Else there's no circuit, there's no flow, there's nothing flowing back and forth between us and the community. Right. So again, playing off of that the idea of the, the, the energy flows. You know, and, and and what what's really trippy is what ends up happening, at least something I realized at one point is it you get to a point where you realize the sacrifice and the investment that, you know, I the individual makes in investing in the community was actually when I stand, when you stand back from it and look at it, in a sense, in one way, from one perspective, wasn't for the community. It was for me. So the diving in mm-hmm. and making somebody else's issues more important than my own helped to whittle away the the fat and and the the extra and reveal and develop and show my character and show me who I am and show others who I am and 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 became that revolution within. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, let me and say I think this that, also. In, 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 oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, man. I was going to say something harsh, and I'm going to say this, but I want us to understand that the, the essence of what, what this is about. 
people now say good. people use this term. <laughs> yeah, people use this. Well, we got to close out. People have used this term but don't Dang. know what they're saying. Motherfucker. <laughs> what is what is a motherfucker? <laughs> you do a whole let me, show let me break on, this down. on curse words. Yeah, but let me say what this is. A motherfucker is 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 a youth, a young child that is having sex with his with with an adult, with his mother, not just an adult, but with his mother to what? Reproduce. But because we're dealing with a child and we talk we also dealing with the offspring of that mother. You're dealing with a with, with a child that can only impregnate her from a physical standpoint, but that has nothing to offer to the relationship in terms of the simulation that is going to take to raise that child, because he himself is a child having a sex mm-hmm. with an adult, having a sex not with just an adult, but with the adult that birthed him. So what you have in that essence is you're having the same DNA code reproduced again within that mother that reproduced the one that came out. And so at that point, you create that inbreed that we're talking about. So you create a cutoff on that genetic code being able to transmute itself to survive in the modern-day reproduction cycle. And that's what a motherfucker is. And so at this point in day and time, there are too many motherfuckers out there. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that cold? Son of a bitch. To a D. Go ahead, bro. No, I was, I was that, just gonna say. I mean, that's the significance of of sisters uh, of this. The, sex is out of control. Much as I like it, it's out of control, and it has been for a while, I guess. But that lends itself to the, you know, especially sisters not having their fathers impregnate their minds at the right time, they turn around and look for someone to get them pregnant in the wrong way and the wrong guy because it's a motherfucker that's trying to impregnate her. So now her mind, yeah. uh, indeed her whole life, becomes infected with this, 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 this uh, mutated seed, this retarded seed, that goes on to grow and develop in, in her in her mind and indeed her life because she starts expressing it or continues to express it and it just continues the domino effect uh, uh, breakdown of what's been going on and so especially with sisters uh, uh, was it Mary McLeod Bethune so you can tell the uh, true, uh, true value of a people by the character of its woman if because uh, our sisters are always always the first and best teachers. So if they've been impregnated with the retarded seed, they're going to turn around and make retarded babies. And it's going to, it's going to keep, keep going until at some point someone addresses that, 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 that masculine and, and feminine, especially that masculine that's, that's being projected. Uh, 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 and that's why I think that it does so much more damage, at least from the outside looking in, when you have males that are twisted or it's easier to see the damage Males that are twisted because males are going and projecting, whereas female is receiving that, you know, and growing those crops that the male is is projecting all over the place. So you've got these retarded seeds being projected into an already retarded uh, uh, reset receiver, and it's just continuing to, to 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 multiply until someone interjects with the process to start breaking that down and turning the tide. And, and really becoming aware of how these, these energies flow. Even revolution and evolution is a, a positive and negative. And, 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 right. and understanding those things on that level to be able to go in and then and begin to shape these things that the masses of people won't get. You know, they, they won't have the veil removed. They'll think that this is just a class about, you know, one plus one, you know, uh, uh, equals two. Um, when, when in reality it, it's, it's a metaphysical breakdown, you know, uh, um, and, and, and until we get to that point, like I said, it's just going to keep keep um, keep manifesting itself over and over again. Okay, we got we down the last twenty seconds, so let me just end it by saying this: 
The bottom line, folks, is harmony. The bottom line is balance. People, we have to get back to that. This has been the People's Black Panther Party, Panther 48 panel, masculine feminine energy. All power to people. Peace and power.